You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? <laughs> Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. You won't believe the size of some of these remote control jets and planes. They're not tiny little things like they used to be. They're gigantic. They're like tiny little motorcycles. They're just huge and they can fly. And the tricks that these pilots can do, amazing. It's truly a relaxing way to spend a few hours of your day. The great Jason Mansfield, thanks so much for joining us. All right, let's open the clinic. Let's do some clapper vision. And I got to tell you about how to remote control your pizza. And I will tell you that, I promise. Let's go to Dave in Echo Park. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper, uh, love your show. Thank you. How young are you? What do you do for a living? Where did you grow up? What did your dad do for a living? Okay, so here we go. I'm 49. I'm a high school teacher here in LA, Fairfax High School, um, which is not too far away from where you work. Um, I grew up in Southgate, which is kind of like a working class community um, in Southeast Los Angeles. It's about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. from downtown LA. Um, My father, uh, he worked at a paint store. He was like a paint salesman. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dunn Edwards. Yes. Yes. Uh, And that's, that's where he worked. And my mom, she worked for the AAA um, which you've also heard of, I'm sure. She did yeah. 42 years for the AAA. So wow. that's my story. Yeah. And what drew you to teaching? By the way, what subject did you teach? I, I teach social studies. So great time for it. Uh, U.S. history for 11th graders. So I'm a high school teacher, U.S. history for 11th graders and civics, government slash economics for seniors. And, you know, I was, I was attracted to the profession because when I was going to high school, it was pretty much open the book, do some book work, sit there quietly, and turn the assignment. There was no interaction uh, between teacher and students. Hmm. And so I thought to myself, you know, a, a lot of my friends didn't make it through high school. Either they dropped out or mm-hmm. they got involved in other things. So I thought to myself, I can do a better job than this. And wow. I, like working with young, I like working with young people. And so um, it was kind of a match made in heaven. You're, those students are lucky to have you as their teacher. I can tell already, David. God bless you. That's fantastic. Well, thank, thank you for that, Dr. Clapper. I appreciate that. In your, in your knowledge of history, do you have a favorite moment in history that really appeals to you uh, when you think back on it? Hmm. That's, that's a tough question. You know, a couple periods I like to cover. Um, I like the 1920s and I like the 1930s. Um, the 1920s is because finally, you know, the world was starting to uh, recognize the artistic contributions of African Americans in our country. Hmm. You know, that that was that was a great time period. And I also hmm. like the 1930s because, um, you know, we were suffering economically and emotionally and psychologically because of the Great Depression. But at the same time, the country was able to kind of like band together mm. and the, gov- the government took some, some strong actions and they passed, you know, a wide range of laws that helped, you know, debatable, of course, but helped put America back on its feet. So I really like those two, those two periods and um, I try to do a good job 
um, you know, challenging the kids and, and conveying just what those what those decades represented. I can tell already that you look for the positives in life and they are hidden within the negatives in life. But you're a kind of person who looks for the positive aspects of it. You're really special, David. Uh, it's my pleasure to help you. Tell me how I can help you. What you do to yourself? Okay, so as you as you're well aware, um, most students are home now, and as are the teachers. We're doing the remote distance learning, and um, I think I've been sitting too much. And I'm six foot four, Doctor Clapper. I'm six foot four, 180 pounds. So I've always had some sort of back problems, and I golf. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. you know that's an unnatural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been diagnosed with a herniated disc. Mm-hmm. So I've had an MRI. I've had an MRI done, and I've got a herniated disc L4, L5, mm-hmm. and um, you know my 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 guy, Doctor Andrews over at Cedars. He he had something similar, and he's mm-hmm. like, well, let me let me refer you to my surgeon. He had he had surgery done, and it's like mm-hmm. that's like the that's like the last thing I want to get done is surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this has been going on for about three months now. I had a slight case of sciatica. Not so bad now, not nothing running down my leg, but my toes are a little bit tingly. And mm-hmm. the scary thing the scary thing with Dr. Andrews and me is the dorsiflexion in my in my right foot is it's not quite as strong as it is in my left foot. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit a little bit of weakness in my right foot. And um, you know, my concern is can I start exercising? I stop running, should I be cycling? I know you're a fan of the pool. Um what what can I do? Uh, and I, I go see my my neurosurgeon. I think is what she is. I see her on uh, not this Monday, but the following Monday, and she's going to look at my MRI and kind of steer me in in a, a certain direction. I just wanted to get your advice on what you think I should uh, be doing as far as exercising or or physical therapy on my own. Do you have your MRI report in front of you? I do. I would love to help you. Let's do this. Read me and read slowly the impression. How many numbers are there? Four, three? Um, well, I've got, this is what I've got in front of me. It says L2, L3, minimal disc bulge. Good. It says. That's the findings. Go to, go to the impression. Okay, let me see if I can find that. Impression, or let me go to my CS link. Okay, so is, is that exactly, is that like the images or whatever? No, that's the report. And it, okay. it begins with the findings, which will tell us all kinds of stuff, but it really boilerplates to the impression. Um, because at 49 yeah. years old, you and I have to fight the good fight not to have surgery, not to have an epidural, not to have steroids. And being as active as you are with golf, with running, and being six foot four, you know, the, I don't like that you have weakness already in the muscle because that's something that is what you really uh, can be a trigger point for you to say you should have surgery. Um, but if the weakness is improving, then you can actually put it off. But if it's staying or God forbid getting worse, then yes, under the microscope, you're going to need to have it decompressed. The problem is, what I don't like about spine surgery is you can do a beautiful job at one level, and then two years later, because you've now lost that disc at one level, you overload the disc up above. So two years later, now another disc wakes up. 
So you really, sometimes you need spine surgery. I get it. But uh, I don't like masking it with steroids and epidurals and whatnot. I love the pool because of the buoyancy of the water, the resistance on your muscle, half an hour uh, each week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, belly button high water, walking forwards, get to the end, don't turn around and walk backwards, even if you wanted to swim for another half an hour after that. These would be holistic things that I'd love you to do um, and try to avoid shots and pills. Um, but if there's weakness and it's getting worse, then you are going to need surgery. And I would love to help you uh, try to understand better your MRI. So let's do this. Um, you're not having surgery next week. I would, no. I'll tell Steve Paulette, he's, he's here right now. We'll move you up to the front of the list of, of the callers and have your MRI report in front of you with the impression, and I will give you some clap revision and translate uh, of what's going on in your spine if you want. Sounds great. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get that impression. And yeah, like surgery, you know, I, back surgery is something that, that concerns me. Um, and I'll give you some names of good surgeons at Cedars as a, a place to get a second opinion as well, um, where you should at least hear it from two different people before you, God forbid, would make the plunge for spine surgery. Um, but we'll get into that. Next week, you'll call. You'll have the report in front of you with the impression. And it'll be my pleasure for a man as sweet as you and all you've done with your life and all the students you've educated. It will be really my pleasure to be able to help you. All right, David? Appreciate it, Dr. Clapper. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Have a good day today. All right, Warriors. Last segment coming up. I'll take some calls. I'm going to tell you all about how to remote control your pizza and have the greatest slice of pizza you can ever have in Los Angeles because it's the center slice of a Sicilian pepperoni pie. How can you get that slice? And I'll teach you how to do that. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, Clapman. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's Clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like follow and enjoy a wise decision the weekend wear facebook page frankly i can think of nothing more stimulating 